0: Hello, welcome to Charity Chat. I'm your host, Samuel Davies. A few weeks ago, I met with Joe Taylor, responsible business manager, who knows an awful lot about corporate partnerships. Joe has spoken to Charity Chat before on the CSR side of a corporate partnership with a charity. In this episode, Joe and I speak about how charities can most effectively build successful relationships with companies We talk a little bit about the good and the bad examples of account management and what effect does this have on the partnership. Corporate partnerships provide incredible opportunities for charities, so sit back and have a listen to the following interview with Joe Taylor. So I'm here with Joe Taylor, responsible business manager, with years of experience working with account managers from a huge range of charities from the corporate side of things and we spoke about corporate social responsibility CSR a few months ago Joe. and this time we're talking about account management. Welcome back to Charity Chat.
1: Thanks for having me. It's nice to be back. <laughs>
0: uh, I can't believe how many months has passed. It seems only yesterday we were here. So we're sitting in the same cafe in the same spot. I'm a creature of habit I think that's what's the driven this. The same drinks. <laughs> the same drinks, yeah I think so. Um, and. Uh, and yeah, here is in central London, in the, the square mile of business in London, isn't it? So, yeah, uh, in yeah. the heart of the city, the, the central district. So, a very fitting setting for this conversation. Um, so, Joe, I think my, my first question then would be what do we mean by corporate account management?
1: So, by that, we mean managing a partnership between a charity and a business, but from the charity side. So, if my day-to-day dealings, I deal with a huge number of charities. I'll have one point of contact within that charity um, who is my main go-to person. If there's anything to do with our partnership, whether that's it's a fundraising partnership, a charity of the year style partnership, or perhaps we've given them a grant and it's primarily money or volunteering, even um, they're my primary contact. That would be sort of the face of the partnership, who I would see. So it would be their role to, be, to deliver on any of the objectives that you've set between the charity and the business, um, to manage that relationship, and a huge part of that, I think, is managing expectations.
0: Right.
1: Okay. Um, so expectations of the corporate might have, um, which can be a big one. <laughs> because,
0: yeah, I think in the past, we, we, when we were talking about CSR, we were talking about, we touched on that a little bit, I think, because I've certainly worked for, um, I've, I've, I've been a, I suppose an account manager is part of it, a role, yeah. and uh, and I know that the uh, expectations of uh, companies can sometimes be in terms of getting great publicity from supporting a charity, and you know I may have been guilty of not measuring expectations very well with that, and then you know with an event or something like that they don't mm. get the response, and then they're probably a bit irritated by that. So th- things like that, is that the, the, yes, yeah, those
1: sorts of things, and then I think it's. It's being able to report back to um, the business, deliver on like your part on what your partnership objectives are. If that's um, fundraising, for example, um, and I suppose you're sort of being the middleman between the hub of the charity and the business. Sure. I think sometimes it's seen as the sole responsibility of that account manager to sort of bring in the money from the company. Um, but I think what works well is if you're more... To have a successful partnership, you need to engage the rest of the charity in that. Okay. So often things are channeled through the account manager, but it'll be other things that are going on within the charity.
0: And I, I suppose sense. that's a challenge for the account manager, isn't it? Because they're, they, they are the, the mouthpiece for the organisation, mm. for, the, for the charity. And they're the ones that... You, know, you wouldn't want the company, for example, to hear of the charity doing things... In the news, if the account the account manager should keep them updated. They should be kind of on the inside, on the on the inside of the curve. Yeah, things like that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So I suppose if you're thinking internally within the charity, if you want to understand what's going on with your corporate partners, then the account manager is your go-to person, who would have a really good understanding of what all of their corporate partners are doing within Mm -hmm. their business, and what your partnership looks like, and have that oversight that then can feed into other things within the charity as well. Right,
0: okay, okay, and and I, I guess sometimes the account manager might be uh, working with the company, um, but then there will be other people in the charity, if it's a larger charity, that maybe do volunteering or fundraising or different aspects, which then the account manager will be liaising between the fundraisers and the business and the volunteer managers in the business and things like that. Is that right? Yes.
1: Okay. Yeah. Because I think... I mean, because if you're a cat manager, you know you're not an expert in service delivery of the charity. You're not an expert in um, comms and marketing, for example. So you're more of the you're more the point person that has oversight over what the corporate wants and what the partnership looks like. And but you're not you're you're not expected to be an expert in areas outside of your remit. But you need to be able to link.
0: To so have a
1: good strategic thinking, I think, of how other are areas of the charity can work with the business to meet your mutual partnership aims.
0: So they're the point person, they're the, they're the kind of coordinating the charity effort to provide the corporate with what they are looking for from the partnership.
1: So they're looking. At that. Yes, but then also the other way around as well. So often, like you know, your business, businesses. The charity might need some, can get some great support from that business if they, you know, if they give those those opportunities on the table. And I think it's about them having a good understanding of the business and how the business could help the charity achieve their goals as well as the, the way that you said. <laughs>
0: Examples of uh, bad account management have you seen or heard of. I'm not asking you to give specifics or anything like that, but uh, of are you able to talk about you know some of the the, the traits of bad account management?
1: Yes, uh, there is a lot of examples of bad account management that i can think of and a lot of really great examples um i think when account managers like they've really focused on the money and i think that could be a bad thing because often I think within a charity, if it's a very, depending on the organisation, if it's very target driven um, of the funds that you need to bring in and everything else to do with the partnership might be a bonus, they can sometimes, where well, I've my experiences, sometimes can be very money focused and then sort of missing out on other opportunities so that and the business wants to feel like they're valued and not just for the money, yeah, um, yes. as well. And I think there's just missed opportunities that happen where it's sort of chasing around. Right. Okay. Um,
0: and is that is that largely driven by an organisation's culture in
1: some cases? I suppose it depends on the charity. Yeah. I mean, if you look at sort of job, job roles and department names, often it might be like head of fundraising or account manager whereas if I think if sometimes, I think if a role is more as like strategic partnerships, you know that fundraising is part of that but there's other ways where you can get so much more from working with the company, um, so I think if you invest in other parts of the partnership, say so things like if you invest in other areas of the relationships, so if you're able to look at where you could um, collaborate as, with the business or look at like if there's any pro bono support the company, the you or you know, volunteer, if there's volunteering opportunities or opportunities to get behind campaigns of charity, then often the money, as a result of the increased engagement, increased buy-in from in the business, absolutely. so the money will follow yeah. rather than chasing the money. Yeah. And I think that's, <laughs> that's a
0: very, very interesting point because I think increasingly, um, I, 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 you see. Um, of a redefining of roles as engagement the directors of engagement yeah. and, i mean it's you know i suppose there's a risk that it's just a word but but this sense of you know as you said you know uh, whether it's strategic partnerships and engagement that that speaks to a, a healthy relationship of any sort where you're not just meeting somebody and asking for money but you're actually giving there's two ways a reciprocal relationship yeah. and with a company it's probably the same as I don't know. Dating or, <laughs> or anything, friendship. So, yeah. yeah. true.
1: Yeah. And, um some other examples that I had that were made of bad account management. I think not being honest when things go wrong. So often it can be seen as the business or your corporate partner, you know, could be the word corporate you know, people can be a bit scared of like their you know, it's the hands um, the hand that feeds us so sure. we don't necessarily you know they don't need to know like if things go wrong but actually having an honest conversation if for example you're doing, a I don't know, you're doing a fundraising event and you haven't got as many people from that company signed up as you wanted to or the project that you're funding isn't that that the corporate funding isn't actually going to plan being able to have the two-way conversation and, and being honest builds trust between you and that company whereas which i think is actually there's a lot of value in that and sometimes it can be seen as oh, we don't want to tell them what's going going on, we can actually, I think, if you're honest, we kind of gain more respect.
0: And there's a kind of a sense of collaborating then, isn't there? That, you know, you're sharing good and bad news with with your corporate partner. Yeah. I mean, mean, it's an interesting thing, because I I heard recently... um, Everyone speaking about uh, values, and and most charities, as with companies, have values. And a lot of the values that I've I've seen, I've you know, seen organisations I've worked for, um, is honesty. And I suppose you know what you're saying there is, you know, that you need to be honest not just with your the people giving you one-off donations but companies are the same aren't they and uh, and there's a real kind of uh, benefit to an honest relationship where yeah. and maybe that leads to I don't have any evidence for this but maybe that, that could potentially lead to longer uh, relationships and not just these kind of short-term partnerships which I think it seems like a lot of companies are looking for longer-term partnerships
1: yeah so, definitely yeah. I think if you're honest as well it's a business has the opportunity to actually be able to contribute to a solution as well rather than just be like, well, what are you going to do about it to the charity? It's the opportunity for them to go, oh, okay, I didn't realise this is an issue. Let's try and see what we can do to support that and it can bring people together a bit more. Um, Some other bad um, examples I have is that... Like a blanket approach to partners. So if you're a corporate account manager, it's not like you know one size fits all. How I'm going to treat you as my clients and sure. um, my business is not how I'm going to treat another business. So I think it's about understanding. You should be an expert in what that business does, and understand what they do, and not think, then therefore your approach would change slightly depending on what works for that business. Whereas yeah. I have seen a huge yeah. number of Oh here this is, you know, these are the opportunities we have, this it is what we can in, and it's exactly the same as what it might be offered to another company, another company, where it's that not actually thinking about how you're missing tricks of things that could maybe be more valuable that that business could bring you that's
0: unique. And, and is the process for understanding the needs of that business mm. before you go to them with a corporate pitch or something or other, is it, is it asking the questions or doing some kind of research beforehand?
1: Or? Yeah, I think always do your research. So do your research on or- I, I guess it depends if you're, if you're a new business team, for example, going out and getting a new business with your corporate account manager, all your roles are a bit of both, depending on the size of the charity. So it's always do your research on the business, understand like, the, the climate of the business, like are they, are they doing well, are they not doing well, is there any external factors, are they going through a restructure, is this the right, you know, being sensitive to what's happening in the business is really valuable. Yeah. Do your research on the individual that you're meeting and their background, see so if you can you know, make sure that you have a good idea of how you know, their experience within that role or within the sector is very important. Um and then I mean to be honest, if you're dealing with CSR teams, you're not I would be surprised if I worked with a charity partner that didn't ask me questions to help me, help so that I could help them understand what my business does. Because how would they, like, really? You wouldn't expect them to know. if you Really, works in the charity sector, and you came in to work in a really complex sector that's really different to you. Like, you wouldn't know. Yeah. So I think. I think, to being really honest and being like, I need to understand how your business works. We're now working together. Let's ex- like, Please can you explain it to me? Like, What are some of the challenges that you face? What some of the um, things that you think you do really well in the business? And, and explore on both sides. Same on the charity side. Um, so then the account managers can talk about how their charity works and what their key campaigns are. But it's beyond just what you you, you and the company did together.
0: And then you're sounding them out for the potential opportunities yeah. that you might not have thought of, I Exactly. How should the charities be representing themselves because is there a, I've worked for some charities which have talked about the fact that we're small, that we don't have a big budget and therefore the materials that we're providing are um, um, cheaper and I've worked for other charities who, well, kind of, I suppose it's a branding question really. Um, who are presenting themselves in quite a corporate way? And is, there, is there a right, the a wrong way of doing that, or is it just about explaining who you are, your values to, to the company as you approach them?
1: Yeah, I think I suppose if you're an account manager, it depends if you've already if you've already secured that business, whether that's your partner or maybe you're receiving a grant, um, then. Uh, you would hopefully have had those conversations already about these are the things that we offer, these are the sorts of materials we have. Um, If not, I mean personally I don't think there's anything anything wrong in saying we are a tiny charity, this is our budget, this is what we can offer you and if there's stuff that you would like that's more... um, you know, that looks more professional or maybe is a bit more detailed, then is that something you
0: could support us with? Ah, so there's, there's another opportunity there, isn't there, I suppose, in terms mm-hmm. of getting them on board to help you to develop something that will then help you them. to get them to get more involved, you know, <laughs> like, Yeah, exactly. So if, I, if you need to pitch their CEO, then getting a member of their team to maybe volunteer some time to help you. Brand something or write something.
1: Some yeah, yeah, so you could go to you could ask the business. Oh, in your comms team or your marketing team, is there you know is there any capacity in that team to be able to review some of our um, materials that we've got and give some feedback, or perhaps be able to support in some way, and yeah. then have an initial meeting and then you know take it from there. Twenty hours bought in, they are they might do it for you, or if not, they could give you some you know just some pointers of where you could go to get some, some more support. So.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I. I've certainly some of those bad examples you've talked about. I've certainly seen them, and I'm not saying which ones I've been guilty of, but I've probably been guilty <laughs> of a few. And I, I suppose this notion of yeah, the mass communication, the, send, the kind of sending a, a template email to a lot of companies, and that I haven't seen that work, unsurprisingly no, no. now. But you know, certainly when I was quite green and trying things out, that kind of approach, you know, the. Uh, I suppose, you know, because you send this mass email out to a number of companies, no one opens it, and you end up following them up individually anyway, so... Yeah. And what uh, examples of good account management have you seen? Um, are there are there specific themes or particularly highlights that you've seen that work really well?
1: Yes. Some of them, I suppose, have touched on in the opposite of uh, sure. what I've said already. Um, but I think something that I think if, that is done well is I think if, if where account managers are really honest that they're not the expert in everything to do with their charity and are very good at putting the right people within the charity in touch with the right counterparts within the business so that it, yeah. the whole business is behind it so marketing cons with marketing, you know, in touch with marketing cons within the business or um, you know if there's areas where, ser- where some of the service delivery, the programmes overlap with something where the business could support, sure. then being able to sort of break those opportunities but then also I think you know the account manager their point of contact would be CSR team or someone on the charity committee if it's a small company um, or someone that's just sort of inherited it voluntarily into their role and um, so then I think being, building those relationships on a more senior level. So yeah. then you know the head of the account management speaking to someone more senior within the business, you know, the CEO of the charity, you know, making sure that they're speaking to the CEO of the business and trying to build those relationships like all the way through in sure. sure. seniority, that can really help to strengthen the partnership I think. And because I, I
0: suppose otherwise there's a risk that if you just if the account manager is the only person talking to that company and they leave or they do a bad job or they you know, they upset somebody then it's more likely that you'd lose the, uh, the support from that company altogether but if you've got yeah. those different strata and different connections yeah, then that can only help yeah. to uh, yeah. keep, keep people happy with each other yeah.
1: <laughs> also to help um, with the Account managers understand the business better. I think it really works if um, that account manager can spend time within the company. So whether that's one day a week, they're based in, within the company, or um, I've seen people be based full time within a company. That really helps them to actually understand the culture of the organisation and to push, their, you know, to push new ideas and, and really create something that they're not so distant from the from the corporate, to just go in for meetings every now and then, they're part of the team, and I think that can really help to, um, to drive engagement and yeah. new ideas.
0: How important is a synergy of values between the charity and the company? I, I mean, different organisations adhere to their values differently, but a lot of them will have, you know, listed those on their websites or, in their annual reports. Is that is that something that, uh, that when you're looking for a new charity partner, when you're approaching you know, someone cold uh, from charity side of things, is that something that you would think is an important thing to look at the, the shared values or not, not so much?
1: I think that's a good point. I think is definitely something that charities could do more of and I've not seen any charity do that.
0: So <laughs> Maybe I should have kept that to myself. then. <laughs>
1: But I think that is a good. I think that is a good approach to yeah. try. I don't think they would necessarily be successful if that was it alone. But I think if there was, you know, there's a lot of ways in which they could collaborate. I think that's a good, a good one to sort of, to communicate to the corporate. Sure. Um, Your wealth
0: of experience working on the CSR side, things working with the care managers for many years. From that, what tips would you give to account managers listening to this podcast and perhaps people listening who are just starting out as an account manager?
1: Um, think outside the box. Try and come up with, you know, really new, innovative ways to engage a company. Um, propose it to them. Put any, you can put anything on the table.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, don't be afraid to suggest new ideas. Put them on the table. But if they say no, they say no. I wouldn't. Will... So many times, you have as a as a, um, working for a corporate. Sometimes charities just don't listen, and you've already said no, and you've given a rationale as to why that's not right for your business at that time, and they are still. Sometimes they don't listen, so I think respect no means no, but then maybe there's other ways that you could work together or other sure. ideas that they could say yes to. Other tips. One that gets missed sometimes. Often, account managers focus um, it's very much focused on charity partnerships, and sometimes I found that where you've got corporate foundations that are more of a grant giving, they're more of a grant giving organisation. Then sometimes that they sort of get missed and they get picked. Their main point of contact is within trust fundraising, and I think there could be some real value in them and trust fundraising if it sits within them working closer with the corporate account management because you are kind of you're dealing with the corporate foundations and corporate grant giving so I think often sometimes I've seen that trust fundraisers that I've I've dealt with where it's been more grant giving relationship they haven't had that corporate experience so they might not be as easy to work with whereas actually there could be other opportunities that potentially they're missing so they're
0: not, linked not up with the not being too focused on the one thing on the on the getting money as you say and, and being a bit more open to the various ways that you can work together yeah, yeah
1: I think so um, I think it, double check everything the amount of times I have received emails or communications from charity partners either in their reports or in initial inquiries get the name get the name of the company wrong the wrong details not oh even no. the right the right business yeah. um, spellings wrong about the business or not really just showing that you know it is kind of a copy and paste job or perhaps they're not you know just things like that immediately turn oh, they just kind of turn you off because mm. You're giving money to an organisation and they can't even spell your name right. It doesn't really.
0: It's a bit disrespectful, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, and I suppose it hints at unprofessionalism and then, yeah, it's just imitating as well, isn't it? I suppose from anyone's perspective when you're, you're treated in that way.
1: Yes, it is.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, I think one thing is kind of moving away of the idea of um, account managers. Being, being seen as the, the client is the business and it can be quite one way whereas actually I like to think of myself as also being a charity account manager because I want to make sure that the charities that we work with have a good experience of working with us sure. and sure. we're not you know that we're good to work with so as I think again moving away from not being saying the the company is just our client is more equal Yeah.
0: Yeah. And that you're collaborating rather than... It's not like a service... It's not one
1: way. Yeah, way. It's, not, it's not like
0: a transactional relationship, is it? Hmm. All kind of,
1: it needs to be more relationship-based. Yeah,
0: yeah. As a, than customer or client and supplier or something like this. Yeah. 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 yeah.
1: yeah. Um, and then I think just trying to... Um, building on that, collaborate as much as possible. So if there is new ideas, like, pipe, you know... if. A charity has this great idea like try and propose it to a business and say let's pilot it with you and see if it works and then the companies get very excited about being the first to pilot something and be innovative so you know thinking about Alzheimer's Society, Dementia Friends, like piloted pilot that in one company yes. works amazingly well and then they've adapted that to the needs of every business that Outside who have worked with and delivered it in a slightly different way, depending on what that business needs, and it's been hugely successful. But I think trying to yeah bring bring those new ideas and then being like, right, let's do this together and it being 2 ways.
0: So it's bespoke. It's tailored to their yeah. to their uh, interests mm-hmm. as well. How important is it? Um, I, I kind of bang on about this in my day to day. About I work for a children's charity, and I talk about bringing the children into the room in any as many meetings or anything with external possible corporate sponsors or supporters. Um, and we, you know, we do that through video, photos, stories, things like. That. How important is that kind of thing? Bringing the cause into the room um, when you're talking to companies.
1: Yeah, I think it is really important, but. Again, it's relating to, you're bringing, you're bringing um, the cause into the room, but then providing some rationales how that's relevant to the right, business. Right, yeah. So, I know I've said the example about Alzheimer's Society, I don't know why it's on my head today, but um, they made that cause, dementia, um, they applied it to the workforce to say, you know, this will cost your business X amount. Um, so I think bringing the cause to life is really good, and then thinking about how it can be relevant to the business, and why it should be a right, cause that can. they care about. Yeah, yeah. Um, equally, I think saying no is also good. So sometimes, you know, if you're working with a cause area, that for example, if it's children, that it's not that easy to just bring them into a room. Mm-hmm. And I think a key skill of a CAM is to know when to say no. Like, sure. don't promise to do things that you sure, sure. actually be comfortable. Putting your service users through, yeah. um, but being able to explain that why it wouldn't work and what else you could offer instead. Right, exactly. Okay. So you don't want to do something that's tokenistic or actually isn't going to add any value to. You don't want to showcase, like, you know, in your example, you don't want to showcase children um, to be like, no, I don't know. Making
0: it, victims of. of
1: yeah. and, and again, I
0: suppose, should charities be presenting themselves? In, in different ways. I mean, is do kind of do companies expect all charities to present themselves in the same way, or should charities let their personality shine through when they're approaching a company, maybe in relationship with a company already? Is it important that charities are talking, you know, using their own um, kind of personality rather than adhering to a, a kind of a, a, a type? Of, of... Does that make sense? Do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Definitely definitely want to bring your personality across. Um, If you you were dealing with a larger company that maybe has a multi-year partnership approach or a charity year partnership approach and they've got dedicated CSR teams, they might just say, "Oh, these are the staff engagement initiatives we do every year. We fundraise for charity. You're the lucky charity that gets the money this time." Sure. Whereas actually, once that's kind of again, it's just this is this is a model, but it, it could be any charity because there's no stamp of this is our personality. We're a diff. We're, this is what this charity is about. This is what we can add to your opportunities that you've already got, or we could shape them and change them slightly so that they sound a bit more like what we offer and they sound more in our personality and our branding and our, yeah. um, what we're about. I think that's really really important not to
0: let, don't let the businesses just do what they want. And also I suppose I was thinking because I heard of uh, um, a charity went to pitch to a company, I think it was a Charity of the Year thing because I think there was another charity coming up and their concept was around some kind of uh, activity. They dressed up. Yeah. Um in kind of fancy dress. <laughs> it's a bit there. But they're dress in a kind of fancy dress to go and present this idea to the company who they were trying to, who they were courting for sport, and uh, I don't know if they got the, they won, they were awarded this sport or not. Um, but uh, but that struck me as quite an interesting idea because then you're saying this is our personality. you know, you're wearing your heart on your sleeve. You're saying this is what we can provide. It might be different from the other organisation that's coming after us, but we're we're distinctive. And, and I wonder how important that is because in the same way with you know this this saying you know we can do this, we can you know we can do running events, we can do cycling events. It's stuff that cha- companies will have seen other charities providing them. So coming up with a clearer, more specific, unique pitch would that would that help a charity? I suppose it could go definitely. either way.
1: It would. I mean, it depends how risky you're talking. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, you'd need to have done your research on the business, I think, to check if that, yeah. that would land well. But definitely, I say take risk and do something different to just make sure that you're sort of you're hitting the mark still I suppose and that also depends on I think doing your research on the company how evolved their CSR programs how embedded are they are they quite early still quite early stages or they don't have a clear strategy or they they really do and they know what they're looking for and then you need to adapt your approach
0: yeah to suit them and are you meeting the decision-maker because if you rock up just as gorillas you know you're sort of somebody who's really just going through the form to fill in they then present to their committee or whatever then it's kind of lost a bit isn't it it's
1: yeah so you do your homework a bit so you know do the meeting, homework who's yeah. in the room <laughs> are you meeting the right people yeah for sure I personally think there's so much value in a really strong business charity partnership if it's done well yeah from changing the way that businesses Work to how they treat their customers and getting your cause area in front of the company and just it's really I think it's really exciting the opportunities that are there just yeah. to take a minute to think about what they could look like and work together to do it
0: And I, I suppose building in potential corporate uh, sponsorship or corporate partnerships, I keep, I keep saying corporate sponsorship, I'm set in my old ways corporate um, partnerships that might even Directly help the beneficiaries. I heard of an example of an international charity who who worked with a corporate partner to um, they they raise money from them, but they also put a lot of that money or some of that money into working with a group of beneficiaries who were part of the supply chain for the corporate partner. So there's a kind of a a win-win-win. In a way, you that's know. Really um, so that's great, isn't it? Yeah.
1: Things yeah like that. There's loads of amazing examples like that. Yeah. Like if I, when I want to kind of see what's going on um, in the world, there's always so many conferences around corporate charity partnerships you can go to. I know they're quite expensive. So if you're a smaller charity, I always look at when there's awards. Um, there's so many, so many organisations that do awards, like business charity awards, yeah. um, third sector awards. I always have a look at the um, corporate charities partner section because they give you a really nice overview of what some companies are doing with different charities that can give you some new ideas of like these have been some award winning um, suggestions. Obviously they're coming from organisations that can afford to enter, yeah. but it can give you a snapshot of what is being done at the moment that could be outside the box. And could that
0: be another tactic I suppose in terms of research, actually looking at the companies in the relation, in those partnerships in the business charity awards for example um which is third sector I think it third sector business charity awards yeah. um, plugging that awards um, and uh, and actually looking at that and then maybe approaching those companies in the future and saying you know we'd, we'd like to try and get you into the next awards will you partner with us and so we can kind of, you know start talking about what that can look like and
1: yeah yeah, that is an option, that you can do it Absolutely.
0: that way. Could, you, could a charity, especially a small charity, maybe ask, if, they, if they're working in a local area, for example, could they be asking their supporters to either talk to companies on their behalf or to talk to the company that they work in, if they're, if they're working for companies locally? And Because some, presumably, not all companies will have a CSR team, will they? There'll be some companies that maybe don't support charities or do it in a smaller way and and there's a chance that you could be one of the first charities to actually build a a longer term partnership with a certain company. Um, So is that a kind of a way of maybe getting in touch with those companies that don't already have a CSR presence, a corporate social responsibility presence?
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, think. Um, I think we spoke about it last time about if you're maybe a local office of a national company, it did. yeah, yeah, um, and there being local opportunities for funding or partnerships um, available. But then also, it's good to always know your donor base, and if you know sure. who your regular donors are, it's worth fi- it's worth finding out where they work and what whether there's a possible in route for you within that company for yeah. your donors. Um, or if they have any employee recognition schemes, things like payroll well giving or match funding, that's a huge number of companies do that. So is there a way that you can get support from your donors where, where yeah. they, they're not doing anything more, but their company is supporting them with what they're doing? So I think just having conversations with them about what their company offers. If it doesn't offer anything, oh, well, maybe you can come in and help them. Absolutely,
0: you can help structure their CSR policy. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Brilliant. Okay. Joe Taylor, thank you for contributing again to Charity Chat. You're welcome.
1: Are you not bored at my voice? Never.
0: <laughs> so there you go, dear listener. A big thank you to Joe Taylor for contributing again to Charity Chat. It seems that like with many relationships in life, In the world of corporate partnership, being solely money-focused can lead to missed opportunities for both the charity and the company. There's a lot to be said for being honest and proactive with your strategic partner, especially if you want to build deep, long-term relationships with them. Joe said also about making sure to tell your corporate partner the bad stuff as well as the good stuff about your projects, and about your charity. A blanket approach to partners is a big no-no. You should know what the business does, even to the point of knowing and understanding their vision, mission, and values. We talked then about figuratively and literally to bring your beneficiaries into the room for a corporate pitch or meeting. It's about them after all, not you, and not even your charity. If you're interested in this topic, please do have a listen to two other episodes that charity chat have produced, episode 37 on corporate fundraising, and episode 40 on corporate social responsibility, another episode that Joe tailored it for us. So I hope you enjoyed this episode and please do let me know. If you did or if you didn't, we're always keen for feedback. You can find all of our contact information on our website charitychat.org.uk we're also on Twitter, Facebook and LinkedIn. It's just left for me to thank our corporate sponsors Giant Squid Audio Lab for sponsoring our podcast kit, Magda Axemit for beautiful website design, RR Yard Photography for a lovely pro bono pics on our website. Check it all out, charitychat.org.uk, and Forest of Fools who have been playing throughout the show and are playing us out right now. That's it from me. Speak to you soon. Cheerio. Bye bye.